2: Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, with you on a Monday. A lot to get to. Uh, We'll give you our lightning bets coming up here in about four minutes. Right now, we go to the Roman Guest Line. Joining us, Zach Price talk some Open Championship. We'll get to some NBA, NFL futures as well. Zach, on the Roman Guest Line. Zach, welcome back to the show. Always love having you. Before we get into anything about this particular tournament this weekend and who we like, we got to get your perspective on St. Andrews, the Open this weekend, and you've played St. Andrews. You've been out there. Tell us your experience and, and playing that course and, and what it kind of was like to you.
1: Yeah, so when I was in university, I had to study abroad in London, and on my 21st birthday, my parents gifted me around at St. Andrews, the old course. And so I went up there, and you know, as I'm taking the train up from London to Edinburgh up to Dundee, um, I'm learning all about the history Uh, St. Andrews was, the University of St. Andrews was founded in 1412. So, like, that's just crazy to even think about. We didn't even have a country for 350 years here in America when St. Andrews University was founded. Um, And I guess the first mention of golf in writing was in 1574. So they've been playing this game in Scotland on the old course links for, you know, 500, some, uh, almost 500 years, and... It's just crazy. It's the oldest sport, and um, it's unbelievable that they're still playing there. And I think that brings me to a point that I want to make to all the viewers who have never played there or who haven't really watched the Open. This is real golf. This is how golf was invented. Um, the United States golf that we all see on the PGA Tour is more like target practice. You're firing you know, irons that backspin, and you're hitting these spin shots out of sand traps. Well, in in Scotland, they call them bunkers, not sand traps, because they're the deep holes and they're like a penalty when you get in them. It's not just an easy up and down. So there's going to be a lot of shot making. There's not going to be flop shots. There's going to be bump and runs. And so this is real golf. And that's why the open is my favorite is because it brings every single golfer into the field. You know, there's not a favorite who's going to just dominate the course by bombing it and hitting lob wedges. That's not the case. There's a lot of variants in the open championship. It's a lot of fun to talk about. Um, their greens are humongous because the way golf was invented is they, the golfers played along the water and um, they played nine holes out and then they came back and played those same holes back in. And so to separate the golfers going out and in, they just, op- they just built bigger greens. So every green is a double green except for three. So, and they all add up to 18. So like hole four, has a double green shared with 14. Hole five has a green shared with 13. So these huge greens, you can get like 100 foot putts, and um, it's just way different than anything we experience in the United States.
0: So all week what we'll hear referenced is history in the Open Championship. However, like what you just were breaking down there with St. Andrews is, you got to remember, not all of these Open Championships are at St. Andrews if you're just jumping in. The last couple times, uh, 2015, Zach Johnson, we know he's not a bomber. He won uh, at St. Andrews 2010. Louis it he won at St. Andrews as well. So how different is St. Andrews compared to some of the other venues that we've seen in the last five to six years?
1: Yeah, I mean, St. Andrews, um, there's a couple courses that have some similarities to St. Andrews, but there's others that are completely different. Um, you know, like Shane Lowry won the first open that was ever in Ireland. Um, you mentioned ZJ, Zach Johnson won in 2015 and John Daly won in 1995. I couldn't think of two different style of (laughs) golfers than John Daly and Zach Johnson. Um, now it's interesting. John Daly won by overpowering the course. I, I, I just mentioned you go out and then you come in. That's why on all your scorecards out there for you golfers, you see the Front nine is called out, and the back nine has come in. Well, it's kind of like a square St. Andrews. It's, it's, it's an open field. There's no trees. There's a lot of shrubs. But if you miss left, you can miss left on every hole, and you can even hit in the other fairways. There's actually a hole. I think it's number six. It's called Cross, where you want to aim into the 13th fairway. And so guys that hit um, hit the ball way left, that's not a problem here at St. Andrews. ZJ is great in the wind. Um, in won in... 2010. And in 2015, he lost to ZJ in a playoff. So King Mm -hmm. Louie is phenomenal at St. Andrews. Um, He's a guy everyone has to target as he's won and, you know, tied for second in his last two appearances here. Guys like Jack won three times here. Tiger won twice. uh, Nick Faldo's won here. Seve's won here. So a lot of the big names of golf history win here. I'm looking for an experienced player to win here not so much a rookie. Uh, St. Andrews is the place everyone really gears their game up to, more so than even the other open venues.
0: Well, you mentioned an experience there. Uh There's a notable ticket on Tiger Woods at BetMGM, 4500 to win 180 k on Tiger Woods, 40 to $1. Um, would you sprinkle anything or just not interested when it comes to Tiger?
1: Well, I never count Tiger out of anything. I've learned that lesson, you know, uh, two decades ago um, when he or even in 2009 when he had like a broken leg and he won the U.S. Open. So, I mean, I might as well just channel my inner Brian Windhorst here like, hmm, Tiger Woods <laughs> with, did not play in the U.S. Open. Why is that? Why did he skip the U.S. Open, but he came over to Scotland and played in a Pro-Am last week. He's here to win the British Open. Now I don't know if he will at forty-five to one or whatever you mentioned. His odds were up here. I see him at sixty-six to one on BetMGM right yeah. now. I would absolutely have a flyer on Tiger Woods. Look, it's going to be fun if he's in the mix, even if that ticket exactly. doesn't cash. And if it doesn't cash, I mean, if he's if he misses the cut, this is, might be his last British Open ever. I don't want to really say that, but um, wow. it is St. Andrews, and you're kind of thinking, okay, Tiger was gearing up for this, um, just like the Utah Jazz were gearing up to unload all their picks in the Windy uh, segment that he did on ESPN. Tiger Woods has been gearing up for this open for a long time. It's, it's, it's the home of golf. And I'll tell you another thing, it's a flat course and all the holes are next to each other. So him walking this course should not be a problem. Even with a horrible leg, if he's on pain pills, if he's you know if he's in severe pain, it's just like a walk in a park just stay out of those sand traps, Tiger. Those bunkers. If he can do that, and he can do that, he can hit some irons, some fade shots. I honestly think he can compete here. I would not be surprised if we see Tiger on the leaderboard. I don't know how his stamina is going to be for four rounds, but watch that first and second round. Um, I think I, I look. I'm never going to count that guy out.
2: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, When you look at this tournament, you look at who's in it. We talk about Tiger, you talk about experience. Give us some names. Who are you thinking about here when you look towards the Open this weekend? Who's intriguing to you as you look at the Board of Odds and the Futures here?
1: Yeah, well, so six of the last 10 open winners have been over the age of 35. We had Morikawa win last year, which was a huge surprise to me, but um, it happened. But when it comes down to St. Andrews, you do need experience. I mean, when I played, I had an old Scottish caddy. I was just a wee lad and he directed me all through the course (laughs) and he knew, you know, he had been caddying there since he was a kid and you need that experience because you can't even see some of these bunkers. And these bunkers are in the fairway. We talk about fairway traps in the US. It's nothing like you've ever seen before. You need experience here. Um, and I'll tell you another thing, six of the last 10 winners have also been outside of the US. And so I'm specifically looking at like European Ryder Cup players, guys that you know play over here. The Dunhill Lynx Championship on the European tour is at St. Andrews. And so I can give you some names like, um, You know, Tommy Fleetwood just finished in the top five at the Scottish Open last week. He's never won in the U.S. He's won plenty of times over in Europe. So I think he could be coming in with some good form. Justin Rose, uh, when they played here in 2015, I think he came in sixth place. He's won the British Open. He's, he's, I don't know, I think he's about 75 to one on the open market. I think he's underrated. Mark Leishman was also in that playoff with ZJ and Oosthuizen in 2015 here. Mark Leishman is like 100 to 1 or so. I would definitely take a flyer on him. I can rattle off some, some other like English guys. Paul Casey, you know, Danny Willett, he was in the top seven or so the last time they played the, the British Open here. Um, Sergio is a great British Open player. Now, the guys I'm naming, these are long shots. I don't want to be taking favorites at an Open Championship. And I'll tell you one more thing. You got to look at the tee times on Thursday and on, you know, they flip them on Friday because the open championship is the only major where everybody starts on number one. So you're not getting half the field on one half the field on 10 and they flip it, they start at like seven, six, seven in the morning and they go way late. It doesn't get dark in St. Andrews this time of year till like midnight. And so everybody tees off, there's going to be a huge difference in time difference between the first group and the last group you got to look at the weather because if the wind is gusting in the afternoon, you can bet that the winner's probably going to come out of the first wave and flip, flip that around, you know, if, the, if, if it's really terrible weather. Um, I checked the weather. I don't see anything crazy yet. But the, 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 where you tee off in this tournament is extremely important to having a chance to win. It, the, half the field could be eliminated if winds pick up in a morning or an afternoon on either day.
0: Golfer is uh, he's a big name and he's closer to those longer shot odds that you were just mentioning i think it's the same odds as tommy fleetwood what do you think about dj at 35 to one yeah dj is
1: one of the only americans that i actually do just like i just like dj on any course he plays um he has all the talent in the world playing for live golf and getting the criticism doesn't bother him at all um he's here to win majors for the rest of his career and i don't think he really cares about that much else Uh, i think He's won at Augusta and I think winning at the old course would be like the ultimate feather in DJ's cap. I do have him as one of the few Americans and you're right. His odds are like on, on the market. I saw like 38 to one or so. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Uh, DJ is a 20 to one guy for me at most, um, in an open championship, maybe 25. If he gets up in the thirties, forties, fifties, I'm taking him every time he has so much talent. And I'll tell you another thing about St. Andrews is a lot of those par fours are drivable. So when I played the old course, I was into the wind on my outward nine, and on the back nine, I was downwind. And I'm not the longest hitter, and I was putting the ball up by the green on a lot of the par fours. DJ can do that easily. He can make a lot of birdies in a row. This is a course that if the wind is down, it's not a difficult course at all. He could go super low. Um, I do like DJ at these odds. Um, Another American I'll throw out is Jordan Spieth. He plays well in British Opens. And there's not too many other Americans I really like, uh, not at all. So uh, DJ and, and Tiger and, and uh, Spieth are three of the Americans I like.
0: Would you um, look at parlaying any like finishing positions, whether it's like top five, top 10, top 30, top 40, some guys that you are like pretty sure are going to do well there?
1: So one thing I've noticed as I've been researching for this is um There's so many players in an open championship and we see guys from every country in the world. It seems like that even a top 20 is so difficult. Um, I see a lot of great players, uh, great players, American, great players that have never finished in the top 20 in an open championship. And so I'm very wary about that. The way I like to play this tournament, and I think your viewers will have some fun with it too, is pick a lot of long shots to win and get a bunch of names maybe on that leaderboard heading into the weekend, heading into Sunday. And if a guy like a or a Ram is up there too, maybe you have enough long shots up there with huge payouts that you can hedge a little bit and take those favorites down the stretch and, uh, secure a profit. But I like the, um, open championship to win the super long odds, more so than the top mm-hmm. five or 10 or 20. It's so difficult. We're going to see some crazy names in that top 20. I wouldn't be surprised to see a senior player like a Patrick Harrington, who's won the Open twice. Um, Paul Lowry, everyone forgets he won at Carnoustie. I mean, I'm not, I'm just going to say it. John Daly is out there. He might show up with a six under on day one. I'm serious about this. It's a course that yeah. fits him. We might see amateurs in the top 20 that we've never heard of. So the Open Championship brings out like all of golf. And that's why it's my favorite And St. Andrews of any course in the world can bring out anybody. Um, despite me going for the experience, you know, the guys pick up that experience by playing here, we might see an amateur in
0: the leaderboard. So, so instead of parlaying like tough achievements like that, because you say this is wide open, more wide open than, than probably any other major that if you were to go that road, go that route, maybe go, go against guys. You'd maybe a miss the cut parlay for spots that offer that you'd look for that.
1: Right? So I've had some terrible luck fading guys, um, because you never know who's going to pick up that valuable experience. Who's going to show up for the open championship at St. Andrews, but those top tier players, especially the Americans, you know, I, Xander Shaffley's is a guy I, I really liked heading into St. Andrews before he won last week. Now that he's won, I'm kind of like, uh, oh. You know, he's the second favorite behind Rory. Um, uh, uh, You know, there's uh, Scheffler, and he didn't play that well last week. Justin Thomas, he's, he's up in there in the favorites. I mean, these are some of the best players in the world. I wouldn't be against taking them to miss the cut at some really good odds because, again, gusts of wind can take, like, a great shot and make it a triple bogey just with the snap of a finger. And so anything can happen. And when anything can happen, I do want long shots, and I don't want the guys who are favorites. You know, you could build a little portfolio of guys to miss the cut who are the favorites, and I bet you you catch one or two of them.
2: Great stuff. Zach, listen, we appreciate you hopping on. We'll catch up soon. We'll do some NFL stuff soon. Today we had so much to do on the Open. We'll catch up again soon. Zach Price, go follow and listen to his show. He is great, and he's joined us there on the Open Championship. That was Zach Price from a guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for EDL from the comfort of privacy of your home. Go to getroman.com slash now to get $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash Becky So many angles on the open. We'll continue to talk about it all week. On the other side, nickel or dime, or at least we'll attempt a nickel or dime next, right here on the BeckQL network.
0: You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by
2: BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Julio, and Aaron Hotsworth from BetQL.